What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R D. Get it for registered dietitian. <laughs> I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it. Girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. Okay, friends, I am so excited. Today on the show, I have one of my most amazing clients that I've had the honor of working with for the past eight months. And She's here to share her story. So witnessing her transform has honestly been paramount. From the day I met Sarah, I could just feel her awesome. She's a mom to triplets. She has three eight-year-olds. She's a marathoner, a triathlete. She does HR and accounting and all the things in between for her husband's businesses. She's got a love affair with the outdoors. She does it all. But honestly, the coolest part about being a part of her journey has been seeing firsthand just how much energy she has freed up for these things that she loves when she decided to change her relationship with food. So Sarah, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing You're your welcome. story. Yes. Thank you. You have me choked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are awesome. And I'm so excited you're going to share a piece of that today. Yeah. Where were you at in your relationship with food and your body when you started this journey about eight months ago? So I, I was in a rut, um, for about 22 years, um, of anorexia, bulimia, overexercise, um, shame, guilt, all the things I think. Um, so I started, um, my eating disorder started when I was 15 and I think it, the, the COVID, um, scenario was kind of the perfect storm for me to just, um, go downhill pretty fast. Um, and so I pretty much I've hit rock bottom before, but as a mom and, um, being so, you know, passionate about athletics and the outdoors. And, um, I was just not able to do the things that I loved. And I was burning the candle at both ends and, um, feeling horrible and mean and tired all the time. Um, so yeah. Um, and then I found Jess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you really were in this spot that like all, everything was kind of closing in and then the pandemic hit. Yes, for sure. For sure. I think, um, before the pandemic, I was kind of able, I always liked to say I had like a manageable eating disorder. Mm -hmm. So I was able to function, you know, I was still able to do things work, 
be a mom. Um, and it was just like my hidden little secret friend that would come out, you know, on a daily basis for sure. Um, but I was just able to manage it. And then, um, it got to the point where I couldn't do that anymore. And I didn't want to, I was very, you know, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was my kids. Um, I have a daughter and, um, yeah, I was kind of looking at myself and saying, you know, what are you doing to these poor children? So, well, it sounds um, like you were drained too. I mean, you had nothing left to give. And then when the pandemic hit, which, I mean, that took a toll, I think on everyone and you were already kind of functioning at this like low frequency, right? And that, that took the rest of it from you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what happened. So, So, yeah, I I almost think it was like a blessing in disguise for me because now I'm on, I'm like looking at it from the other end, um, you know, and I still have a lot of work to do, but in those eight months, I can't believe the change that I've seen in myself. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been so cool. I mean, (laughs) we're going to get to that. Don't worry. Yes. (laughs) So before you decided to make this change, what were some of the like the main struggles you knew you had that you knew you couldn't sustain? Um, Parenting, Mm -hmm. probably the number one, Um, just relationships in general Um, and just energy. And I mean, like we've talked about the brain function part of it. I mean, I never realized when you're starving your body, your brain doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) and you get, you know, you can't think clearly and, um, I just didn't, I was just at a a loss of all the things, you know, um, I don't think I could have sustained any part of my life, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Yeah. So when you were feeling drained and you knew something had to change, did you try anything else before this that didn't work? Or was this the first time you had tried to start working on this stuff? So I was in an inpatient, um, or sorry, an outpatient um, eating disorder clinic when I was 16. Okay. And, you know, I was a child <laughs> then. And so my life looked very different. Um, I was, when I got out of that, I, I was not recovered. Um, but as we all know, with mental illness and eating disorders and cost and insurance, you, you know, you can't most people probably can't sustain the treatment they need in order to get where they need to be to be healthy. So that kind of happened. And then um, as an adult, I reached out right before the pandemic to a therapist, um, not eating disorder specific, um, and started working with her. She recommended I go to a clinic. And I went one time, um, literally in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a small group and I went once and then everything closed. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I realized to going to, you know, having to be somewhere, um, you know, it was on the other side of town. I have three children. My husband owns a business, like just the reality of making that work was going to be really, really hard. Um, so this to me being able to do it on my own time at home you know, at swim practice or, you know, wherever the kids may be, um, that to me was priceless, Mm -hmm. honestly, because I could just do it when I could. 
um, instead of having to be somewhere at a specific day and time. So that was one of the blessings I think of COVID and the shutdown yes. was all of a sudden we realized, oh my gosh, we can do a lot of these things while doing other things or while we're at home. For sure. I mean, I've done, I've been more productive with laundry since working from yes. home. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> than anything. It kind of yes. opened those doors. So, I mean, it yeah. sounds like you had really been in just this pattern, like this way of life. It was your normal and yeah. there wasn't really another way that you even knew existed maybe. Right. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. But then at, at that point, right before the pandemic, what was there anything in particular that made you reach out to that therapist? Was there anything that said to you like, okay, it's time for a change? Yeah, I think I was just done. You know, I mean, it was 20, over 20 years of just this daily, you know, struggle and like mm-hmm. sucking, literally, this is what I say, it's like, it sucked the life out of me mm-hmm. um, in so many ways. And, um, I just had had enough and I was ready. And then when everything came crumbling down, I'm like, you know, excuse my language, but F it, you know, (laughs) you know, this isn't meant to be. And so now here I am, you know, um, still just trying to get through the days and, you know, with everything else going on, it was, yeah, like I said, kind of the perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But that perfect storm then eventually pushed you to try again, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, the cool thing that you actually tried again pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Um, it was only what, maybe a year after the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. that you reached out. Yep. And what pushed you then to reach out and start this journey again? Um, I think I was so frustrated when everything closed and when life kind of changed so drastically with, for me being a creature of habit and like, I need to know what's going to happen. I need to know what to expect. (laughs) Like that was very much the opposite um, in the last few years. So um, I just got really, you know, that was the one thing I could control and the one thing I knew, and that was my comfort. And I just went so hard, so fast back into those behaviors, like more than I had in a long, long time. Um, And then just sustaining it, you know, like, trying to train for a marathon when you're throwing up twice a day is, you know, I mean, can't do it (laughs) or you can, but it's, you feel really bad, um, or not eating breakfast and trying to work out for two hours, you know, it's, it's detrimental. And then you're not a nice person to your family. Um, after that, you know, I always like to say, I'm a better parent because I, you know, take the time for myself to go for these runs and do all these things. But in reality, I was not like, that was just a, a lie. You know, I was lying to myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what got me, got me there. So. Yeah. I mean, so you were, you kind of swung deeper into it when the mm-hmm. pandemic, and I don't think you're alone in that. I mean, I think all of us, clung to some sort of coping, whether it was binge eating or drinking or Mm -hmm. online shopping, like people did their extreme things during that time, because that's what we do when things are out of control. We're like, what can we control? (laughs) And for you, it was like, you didn't have the reserve to sustain it for very long anyways. So it was like, 
okay, here we are. So then you and I connected and I was yes. so excited <laughs> and we did a double whammy. So we, you signed up for yeah. coaching and enrolled in the food foundation. So what, yep. what made you decide to go ahead and enroll in the food foundations in addition to working with me? I think just, um, I felt like if I was going to do it, I really needed the knowledge and like the coaching I think is so good for me to work on myself, but just having the information about, I mean, just, you know, all of our patterns and rewiring and just all the, you know, things that you are able to cover in that was huge for me because I could take that information and then look internally at myself and then talk to you about it and work on myself with it. So um, it was exactly what I needed to do. And I loved it because I could go back. I mean, I know we've talked about this. I used to watch the videos like two to three times just to make sure I understood it and, um, you know, wrapped my head around it and, you know, again, looked at myself and how it applied. So that's awesome. Yeah. I will say our coaching sessions have been so productive yeah. Because we're not really spending the time like going over how to identify hunger, what that means yes. to you. Like you're yes. doing all that on your own. And then we yes. could come and like iron out the details. We could get really yes. granular in our sessions, which was cool. For sure. Yes, it is. It's been awesome. And and like you know about me, I need the proof and I need the science and I need to understand like all the things behind why, you know, eating this many carbohydrates and this much protein is so important. And I mean, just the information that I've gained and shared with friends and family and even my kids as little athletes themselves, you know, it, it's been awesome. I mean, it's really, really been cool. That's so, awesome. What's yeah. been your favorite or most transformational part as you've gone through the course? Like what has stuck out to you the most? Um, mostly the science part mm -hmm. and, and just the brain stuff. I always go back to that because I never have thought so clearly. I don't think in my life because my eating disorder started as a, as a child. And I think I went through my entire adult life, just like confused, <laughs> I don't know, like just not thinking clearly and not processing, um, the way a person should be processing because I was always had that eating disorder anxiety and, you know, things were just not wired the right way or mm -hmm. not functioning the right way. Um, and so that part, the science piece and the brain piece have been <laughs> things I always go back to. Um, cause if I go get myself into a situation and I'm now able to look at it in a rational, calm way. I mean, it's, it's like worked wonders for me. The power of glucose. It's amazing. I, it's so, I mean, I laugh about it now, but I mean, it's really crazy to think that I went through college like that, you know, dating like that, finding a spouse like that, becoming a parent like that, you know, I mean, all these things, these huge life milestones. And I was just, I mean, I don't even know what I was, you know, you're in a fog. I mean, yeah, we've yeah, talked about yeah, how, exactly. yeah, like that nutritional fog is gone because now your mm -hmm. brain actually has the nutrients to be fully present. I, uh, on sure. the one hand, it's beautiful. You were able to do all mm -hmm. those things, 
Um, and you were able to continue on, but now it's, I know in talking with you, it's been really cool. Cause you're like, oh my gosh, this is life. Like, it's almost yeah. like this veil you're has like been reborn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And I just look at everything with so much, yeah, more just, I mean, clarity, gratitude, all of it, you know? Um, so that part for me has been awesome. And I go back and I like, you know, I do, I rewatch it still. And I like, you know, talk to my mom about it. And I'm like trying to tell my sister. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, so. Well, now you'll have, I'm updating it. I don't know if I've told yes. you this. Okay. Yes, so I'm updating it. Yes. So Which now you'll awesome, have. Yay. <laughs> well, new ones. I know. And yes. I've added um the MP3 so you can download them and awesome. just listen to the audio in case yeah. you don't have the time to sit and watch the and video. Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah which is awesome for driving children around. Yes, I know. I'm doing the same thing. I know. I was kind of thinking like, gosh, I don't have time to sit and watch a video. I got to add some MP3s on there. (laughs) So because I'm so, I too am super science-based and nerdy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me in my recovery, that was a lot of it is Mm -hmm. I went to school, I studied nutrition and it's like, the more I learned about food, the more I was like, this is cool. Like I've got to take care of my body, not, not starve it in all Mm -hmm. senses because it actually functions from a really cool metabolic perspective. Um, So I obviously nerd out about it, but I'm really curious, like what are some of the scientific things that have clung to your brain and really helped you in your journey? Do you have any specifics? I don't think so. I'm, I'm very visual. I do think a lot about like when I'm having a hard day, I have those visual thoughts and I've this to you before like I like picture the like nutrients and like you said the glucose like going into my muscles or the protein to you know (laughs) and I literally have to like think that and imagine it in my brain to like make myself consume the food (laughs) um I think yeah I mean nothing specifically stands out to me but I do think about those things a lot like you know, a lot, a lot, like almost that, every meal. <laughs> that's That makes me smile so big. I'm wishing I had like computer science skills and I could build little cartoon videos. Yeah. Like yeah, insulin binding the glucose. Yes. Let's get yes. into the cell to yes. boom, energy. <laughs> and that's like, I, I have a hard time remembering like vocabulary and things like that, but I just, you know, certain things that I do read, I just picture mm-hmm. um, in my head and you know, that stuff just sticks with me. And then I explain, you know, then I, of course, like geek out about it with the kids. I'm like, this is what happens when you have this. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably the biggest thing is just those like images in my head of, you know, all the things doing what they need to be doing. And like, you know, the enzymes in your stomach and um, all of that and just the body functioning. Um, So that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Now with your energy levels being so much higher now and your ability to focus being there where it was mm-hmm. non-existent before, what have you noticed about your energy levels and what you can do now in a day compared to before? Oh gosh, it's amazing. I mean, folding laundry is no longer this task that I am like, you know, dreading because it seems so impossible to do. Um, and I mean, doing all the things, just life things, um, being there for my kids, being able, having the energy just, just to tuck them in at night and walk up the stairs. Um, 
all of those things just were so hard for me before. Mm -hmm. I, I could not fathom like having to go upstairs one more time because somebody needs, you know, like wants their water bottle filled. I mean, and yeah, I just looking at piles of laundry that I'm like, I, I physically cannot do this. And then I would, you know, look at myself and think something was wrong with me, you know, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why can you not, Mm. you know, do all these things and, um, the shame on like shame on shame. The shame. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just, I mean, it was just the snowball effect. Um, now you, you know, had mentioned, then, you had mentioned earlier about how like running and doing your marathons and triathlons is something that made you a better mom. But initially you came to this realization that it's actually not, it's making me yeah. grumpy and angry and tired. Mm-hmm. How, how is that in your life now that you're fueling and you have this better relationship with food? I love every minute of it. I like, am excited. I would go through these phases of like, I have to get up and run. I have to do this. And that's literally all of my energy would go to that one, Mm. you know, hour run outside. And then I would have, I would be depleted the entire day. Now I can get up, you know, and if I don't run in the morning, I can run in the afternoon because I have energy for it, you know, <laughs> whereas if I didn't do it the very first thing in the day, there's no possible way I could do it later on. You know, I mean, that was just not ever going to happen because I had already, you know, depleted myself from the morning, you know, so yeah, um, I can just. Yeah. I mean, I like bounce. Now I'm like the energizer bunny. I like <laughs> feel like I bounce from one thing to the next, you know? Well, and now so. you're training for a triathlon, which has been really cool to watch because yes. you're enjoying it and you're having fun. Yes. And in the last marathon you ran, you, it was this whole new experience for you to yes. run it from a nourished place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. I mean, I cried at the start line because I just felt like a completely different person. I love um, that you cried at the start yes. line, not the finish. Oh, like, not the finish. I was so happy to be there. <laughs> yes. And just so thankful. I mean, I used to go to races so many times that I would just, I would be defeated before I even like got there. Right. Um, I already was, you know, I already knew in my head that I wasn't going to perform and I knew why, but I never, I didn't have the tools and I wasn't ready to, um, to deal with it at at that time. But, um, yeah, I just, it's been a blast and I did triathlons years ago before the kids were born. And so I feel like everything's kind of coming full circle, um, to just get back in it again. And in this whole new way of, um, just happiness and joy and, um, yeah, it's been fun. So Oh, it's been fun to watch. It's been so cool to witness it from this end. Just your transformation. I mean, it's been paramount. It's been incredible. And I think one of my favorite things about your switch is like your energy that you freed up to devote to these things that you love, that you, the love really got stolen from you, right? Like even motherhood and um, your, your uh, athleticism, like the fun and the joy was stolen out of it. Well, you started fueling it was like all that joy came back and you were able to do that. And you even came to me one time and said, okay, now what? Like, what else? I yeah. have so much energy, Jess. I know. I know. <laughs> I, do yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just crazy. And I, um, yeah, just the joy piece. I mean, it was becoming, at, there was a point where I feel like my 
love of sport was just feeding the eating disorder, right? Like they were just going hand in hand with each other. And um, so to have that rewired and um, has been just, yeah, it's just filled my heart so much. So that's awesome. So I have one final question for you, Sarah, what would Mm -hmm. you say to someone who hasn't yet taken this step or who hasn't decided, okay, I'm, I'm worth investing in, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I'm going to invest the time, the money to learn this, to heal my relationship with food. What would you say to someone who's like on that edge, but not quite there? Yeah, I think, um, if you start with the foundations, it's like financially, it's not as big of a commitment. And I was, I mean, this was sick Sarah saying like, I don't have to do this. Like Mm. I can get it and I can start and I can listen, but I don't have to change anything yet. You know, like I can gather the information and then I can do with it what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew what I wanted to do, you know, but I had like the angel and the devil on each <laughs> shoulder, like do this, no, do that, you know? And um, so that was my like initial approach. And then once I started, it was like, oh my gosh, like this all just makes sense. Right. So, you know, and I feel like, and you know, this, like, it's like I needed a little bit of a nugget and then I worked on that and it's like, okay, I can take a little bit more on, I can take a little bit more on, let's pause here and work mm-hmm. on this for a minute. And so um, that's the beauty of it too. It's like you have all the time to do, to do it. It doesn't start on February, whatever, and end on this day. Like, and I took the e-course and the foundations and I dragged it out as long as I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, what's the worst case scenario, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like to say best <laughs> case and worst case, like what's the worst that can happen? You, you know, you stay in your, you know, little cave of, you know, whatever um, thoughts or feelings you have around food or you, you know, step out of it and you don't have to step out all the way. Like you can put a toe out and then bring it back in and, mm-hmm. you know, then put your foot out and bring that back in. So um, I love that. So it was like yeah. the ability to be self-paced that felt safe. For sure. And I think a lot of, a lot of us can relate to that because this stuff is so close to home. Like it's, it's hard. It's tough stuff to talk yeah. about. Like I can't tell you how many times I get a new client and before we know it, we're they're crying and they're apologizing for crying because they're talking about their marriage (laughs) and we're talking about faith stuff. Like we're talking about all the deep stuff and they're like, I thought I was just upset about eating chocolate chips, you know? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like food really is, I think, a doorway into a metaphor for how we live life. So it, I recognize it is super deep stuff and like, I don't take that lightly. I, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for the women that open up to me and trust me enough to, yeah. to go in there. But I do think you're right. There is like a safety with the e-course. It's like, kind yeah, of, you know, it get, is getting in there and starting to dabble yes. with it. Cause it can be so scary. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I think once you do crack it open though, and then you open it all the way up, it's like, dang, you know, I mean, your life can be just so much better. I mean, in every sense of the word. Um, so that's so awesome. That's what I think. (laughs) Well, and your life is so much better. And like your day now, 
if you, let's wrap it up with this. Like if you were to compare yeah. your days today with mm-hmm. your days back in early 2020, mm-hmm. like what are some of the feelings and emotions that are here now that you never yeah. even knew you could have? I mean, I think just ridding myself of the anxiety, this, you know, self-inflicted just stress of, for no apparent reason other than I was starving, you know, I can wake up in the morning now and make breakfast and be calm if I don't like, you know, if things aren't going the exact way that I wanted them to go, I can look at them in a rational way and I can, you know, hug my kids and not be like annoyed with them, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, just all the things. You're so present. Yeah. Present. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just slower. Like I've noticed I used to be so anxious and like, I used to rush through just life in general, just because that's the way I was just kind of on autopilot that way. Um, and now I'm just mellow in a way that I never thought I could be. <laughs> um, yeah. And present. So. That's, that's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Your story is, well, one, I know you're not alone. I mean, there Mm -hmm. are so many that can relate to whether it's full-blown eating disorder or like dabbling in disordered eating from the whole spectrum, right? From anorexia to binge eating, just from like Mm -hmm. obsessive macro counting. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have been there. I know I have. And I'm so passionate about this because like what you feel is what I've lived too, where it's like, you go from this dark place, like, oh my gosh, life is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell everyone yes. <laughs> the yes. power yes. of glucose. And it's just, right. been, yeah, it's been so cool to see you go through that. And I'm just so grateful for you coming on today and sharing your story. Yes, absolutely. Hey friends, if you guys feel like you resonated with any of Sarah's journey and you're looking for that same food freedom that she's found, I have really good news for you. My Fuel Her Awesome e-course, guys, is up and ready for you. This month, if you've been listening in, you know the inside scoop that I have been updating it. And this is the last week that is going to be at the current price point because at the end of this week, it will all be completed and wrapped up in a big, beautiful bow for you guys with the updates. And if you want in on that at this lower price, be sure to snag it this week. The price goes up on March 1st. And if you're thinking like, yeah, Jess, I want this, but an e-course sounds like a lot of work. I want the empowered eating, but I just don't know if I have the time. I have really good news, guys. I have added audio clips for every single module. So you guys can download them and listen to them on the go, just like you do this podcast. Head on over to jessbrownrd.com. Click on courses, guys. All the details are there. And remember, you've got one more week before the price jumps up on March 1st. All right, we'll see you guys over there. Have a great week. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.